Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segafis podcast. This is the podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It has been too long. I haven't released a podcast episode in like four or five days, and there's been a number of reasons for that. Partly because I have been sick. I spent a combined total of about two days in bed, and part of it is because when I wasn't in bed, I was doing other things, things that needed to get checked off the list, and I have just neglected the, the podcasting, which is unfortunate. My goal is to, re- to um, put out a podcast episode every day um, of the business week, so Monday through Friday. It doesn't always work or happen. I think I'm averaging three to four-ish lately per week, so we're getting there. But it's a, it's a process, and I want to get better at it, delivering value for you, ladies and gentlemen, to help you make your dating lives amazing, to help you crush it on the dating marketplace. Speaking of the dating marketplace, the topic for today is, is the dating marketplace evolving? This is a very fascinating question that I have been thinking about, I've been observing, and honestly... I've been dancing around this topic for a long time and kind of talking about it in different ways, but I've never actually come out and addressed it. I don't think I actually believe that the dating marketplace has been evolving very, very significantly, especially since the advent of um, online dating platforms. But I have a number of thoughts about this and I believe I'm right. I think I'm correct. I believe that the things I espouse, the alpha mentality, minding your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose in life, leveling up mind, body, spirit, becoming the best man or woman in the room, these things are becoming more and more important. Now, they've always been important. However, I believe they're becoming more important for very specific reasons, and these these reasons do relate to how the dating marketplace is evolving, and I want to talk about that. So, to start off with, I think it's safe to say that the vast majority of, pe- majority of people are incredibly discontent with how the marketplace is right now, okay? You've got a lot of people who are deeply unhappy with how dating apps function. They're like, shall we say, relatively like minimal success on the marketplace, I, in particular, see that there are a lot of like really high value, very attractive people who get on dating apps 
And maybe they have a lot of success in the sense that they match with a lot of people. However, it has been my observation that this doesn't necessarily equate to more happiness or fulfillment in the um, in the spectrum of how humans mate and date and how they engage in relationships. There is very little meaning. I believe that that's a key word. There's very little meaning going on in dating these days. It's becoming more and more rare for there to be a deeper sense of like purpose, meaning, or intentionality when it comes to dating. And I think people are noticing this. I think it's making them unhappy. I think it's making them question whether or not relationships are even worth investing in. I've never heard so many people, you know, talking about, well, you know, it's better to be single. It's better to be single than to be with someone who's, you know, not good for you. Better to be by yourself than to be with someone bad. And it's like, yeah, well, there's an amount of truth to that. But what does that speak to? And my answer to it is always the same. I always say, well, I understand what you're saying when you say that. However, it's actually better to be fully integrated into the community. And to fully integrate into the community it's in your best interest to be engaging intimately with at least one or more partners. And to be really honest, full integration in the most meaningful sense will require pair bonding, right? I, I really believe this. I truly believe that for, for the most part, I mean, the, the, very the very vast majority of people, men and women, the ideal scenario is to you know grow up enter the dating marketplace experiment try things out actively and intentionally date and then you know have your dating goals lined out figure out what you want and what you're looking for now what you should be looking for that's another conversation and that's not what we're talking about today but let's assume that you know what you're looking for and that it's the right thing to be looking for and that it's something that's going to contribute to your overall life betterment right because this is the thing dating is important for your life doing it right is important i can't stress to you how important it is there are a lot of people who spend a lot of time and energy making money and leveling up their finances and all of this right there there are people out there who invest in degrees and they hire professionals and they basically spend a great deal of money learning how to manage their own money and doing it wisely so that they can acquire wealth and be financially successful and for good reason why it's a fundamental life skill if you don't know how to make money if you don't know how to generate revenue if you don't know how to manage your finances your life is going to you know, in that area is going to be a wreck and that's going to contribute to a lot of problems and unhappiness for you. Our relationships are just as important. Learning how to date intentionally and how to engage with people in a way that's going to facilitate better integration into the tribe and then how to be your best in that context is so 
unfathomably important. Like I cannot overstate the importance. This is an absolutely fundamental life skill. And a lot of people don't put near as much energy into learning how to be a good partner, how to date well on the marketplace, right? They don't know how to put up proper boundaries, but while also learning how to be charming and engaging and the type of person that other people would want to date. Like we often have this idea, oh, some people date like this and some people date like this and just just different people doing different things. But let's be real. There's really only a handful of actual techniques, strategies that will lead you to success, right? Whenever you're looking at something that involves like an intentional path, like dating, Dating is not so different from learning how to manage money. Dating isn't so different from learning how to apply yourself at your job to be good at your job. It's just a skill set. Dating is a skill set. Now, there are different schools of thought about how to master that skill set, but nobody is disagreeing. At least nobody who knows what they're talking about is disagreeing about the fact that you do need to master some skills so that you can add the skill set to your repertoire so that it becomes an important, functional, beneficial part of your life, right? Now, I may, I may disagree with some pickup artists out there. I may disagree with some of the guys in the manosphere. I may disagree with how some dating coaches talk about specific things, right? I may not necessarily agree with all of the techniques being espoused, out there by different people. Okay. Um, I do think that there are some benefits to all of it that, you know, some people, most people are saying quite a few good things, right? But here's the thing. If you do not do anything, if you, if you don't put your time and energy into leveling up to some degree, the skills that will help you to navigate the dating marketplace, you're just going to suffer. What you're going to end up doing is you're going to end up wasting a bunch of emotional time and energy and then probably money and then even life infrastructure. You're just going to end up investing a bunch into the wrong person or you're going to just fail to find people in general who are going to want to put up with you who are anywhere near the value level that you desire. And then it's just going to be a wreck. You're going to be stressed out. It's going to make you cry. It's going to break your heart. You're going to feel lonely and sad and depressed and you're going to be dating people maybe who are not being good to you, and you're going to wonder what in the hell's going on. You're going to feel confused, and you're going to wonder, why does this always happen to me? It's because you know you probably haven't learned the skills to successfully navigate it, which is exactly what I do. I help people learn those skills. Uh, by the way, if you want to learn those skills, join my mastermind tribe. Uh, you can find the link down in the comments. Um, it's my basically my private community. It's very, very affordable, especially right now. It won't stay that way forever. So if you're thinking of joining, you want to get grandfathered in at an incredibly, uh, let's say, affordable level, um, then click down below and join and at least figure out, you know, if my techniques seem to help you make your life better, even in the very short term, because the honest truth of it is that it doesn't take forever to make your dating life awesome. It's a simple process. And what I usually do is help people figure out what's going wrong. We diagnose the problem and just get them moving on to the solution. So it doesn't tend to take all that long, actually. 
Um, anyway, with that being said, all of that being said, dating is an incredibly important part of your life. And then much even more so choosing a partner, pair bonding with that partner, possibly raising children with that person. Like these are incredibly fundamentally important decisions and things to get right. If you don't get them right, your life is going to be a certain amount of stressful and you're going to face a lot of downsides because of it. Okay. Now, this is why it's important to get it right. Now, and the dating marketplace is evolving in such a way that more and more people are growing dissatisfied with how it's working. And like I already said, there's a lot of people saying, oh, you know, I would almost rather be single than deal with all this bullshit. And it's understandable. But here's the thing. You don't have to choose. You don't have to choose to be single or date low value people. You don't have to choose to be single or have a crappy dating experience or a lackluster dating experience. Make no mistake. There are a lot of low-value people out there. In fact, I think that there are more low-value people out there now than there have ever been in our modern world. And the reason for that is because, to be really honest, I think that we are in a generation right now that has grown lazy, complacent, and entitled to the maximum degree. You know, there's a saying. This saying was actually derived from a quote from a post-apocalyptic novel by the author G. Michael Hopf. And it's, it's very, very accurate. And a lot of people are talking about it today. And, and I'm just going to read it for you. Hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. And weak men create hard times. Okay? I, I believe that we're in a stage of the cycle right now where... Good times have created weak men and women, and weak men are creating, and weak women are creating hard times right now. I think there's a lot of people who are really fucking weak out there. I'm going to be just real with you. They've got no mental toughness. They're not working for anything. They're not trying to build a lasting legacy of greatness. I've often said that when you walk into a room, you can be pretty sure that 50% of the people in that room aren't really applying any effort to make themselves better or to make their lives better. They're just tending to coast along at just just enough energy to like pay their bills and do fun things. And that's what they do. That's that's the whole purpose. Now, the, the, and this is a life philosophy, right? It it doesn't have to all be about money. Money, how people think about money, is generally a reflection of how they view other things too, because it's driven by fundamental philosophy. So, if someone believes that, you know what, I'm just going to get this normal job, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to get paid, and then I'm going to come home and I'm going to engage in escapism, just kind of basically waste my time enjoying myself, and then go to bed and wake up and do it all over again, and you know. And that's their mindset, one of coasting along, not improving their situation, you know, not being intentional about improving their situation and making a plan to do it and setting goals to do it. Like if they're just coasting along, that is, that is the manifestation of a certain philosophy, right? And I think that 50% of people fall into that realm. Now, I don't know, those are, I'm not using that statistic because I read it in a study or anything. I, that's just from my observations, okay? Dealing with people for the most part. And then I think that, you know, there are about, well, let me, let me, before I get too far ahead, let me just say this. So those are the people you want to avoid being, okay? I'm just going to straight up say that. If you're listening to this podcast, right? 
I'm assuming that you want to be an alpha. What does it mean to be an alpha? It means to take control of your destiny. It means to get in the driver's seat of your life and create life you want through intentional, motivated, focused action. You set goals, you make a plan, and you're actually concerned with the business of making your life better and growing as a person and growing your ability to leverage yourself in your life to create a lasting legacy of greatness, okay? Now, this does not go hand in hand with stagnation. We can't coast along and be an alpha. So if you don't want to be an alpha, then this probably won't make any sense to you. But if you are driven to do more than coast along, and if you want to actually improve your life in all ways, not just your dating life, but also your money, your fitness, right? These things want to constantly be improving, making yourself better, then that is the alpha mentality. And if that's what you want, then it's crucial for you to understand that the vast majority of people do not have that mentality. And this is where, so this is where we get into where I think the dating marketplace is evolving, okay? We have a status quo as humans in our, in our modern, comfortable first world living state right now where so many people are so entitled and they want to coast and they want everything handed to them, okay? This mindset, this philosophy is not the alpha mentality. This is the beta mentality. Now, let's just be super real. I'm going to be very real with you here. I believe that people who embrace the beta mentality, by and large, are not going to be happy people. I believe that they're going to probably be able to be kind of happy if they, you know, do a pretty good job of, you know, focusing on the happiness and finding gratitude and blah, blah, blah. But by and large, I feel like their lives are going to suffer because they're going to be reacting to things instead of creating a destiny. And here's the thing. If you're just trying to coast along, you can only do so much, man. You can only do so much because entropy is a bitch and it's in control. And even if, if you're coasting along, you're not actually coasting. You're, your life is actually deteriorating as you age is what's going on. So we have to get ahead of that curve, right? We've got to be creating a better tomorrow for ourselves through work. Work is a deal we make with the future. It's a bargain we make to endure the future life suffering in the now. Now, a lot of people don't have the capacity to do that. I'm going to be very real with you. And there's research about this. If you read um, 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson, he, he articulates this so well. When people you know, kind of get into a defeated mindset, their minds are not hardwired to get ahead. Their minds are hardwired for survival because they've been really beat up and they're traumatized and they've lost some battles and they start to act more like prey than a, like a predator. Like they start to behave like someone who, you know, they start to behave like someone who anticipates losing because that's what they've done. And that's a hard thing to overcome. Okay. This is hierarchy stuff. He talks about the lobsters. If you've read the book, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't read it, you should really read it. 12 rules for life by Jordan Peterson. Now, with that being said, here's what's going on guys. And I'm going to, this is a complex topic and I'm going to try to make it simple. And I'm going to try to just say it like it is without being overly wordy about it. Always remember 
that the fundamental driving force behind attraction is survival. The whole reason that we mate, date, feel sexual attraction, feel, you know, that we pursue romance, we, we experience infatuation, attachment, all these things. All of these things are software programs that we've evolved with because they better facilitate survival. And the reason for why they facilitate survival is because, first of all, we're social creatures. So pair bonding helps us to integrate with the tribe, and it actually increases our odds for survivability because we bond, we have a better bond with the tribe. But also, it facilitates the better care and raising of children. Children born into that kind of like a family dynamic are much more likely to survive and not have issues. So that's just, it's just straight up survival, right? And when we, when, I mean, think about it, every stage of the attraction slash relationship process is actually also a very extremely useful tool for helping us to survive or for helping us to proliferate our genetic legacy. Okay. So it all comes back to survival all the time. Now it's important to know that because that's what drives the instincts. That's why the instincts are there. So if we keep that in mind, and then if we intentionally make a plan that involves us being aware of that foundational instinct for survival, then we can actually make plans and set goals and behave in such a way as to maximize our effort to be maximally effective because we know what the goal is. Okay. We know what everyone is trying to achieve. They're actually trying to achieve survival, even though what they say is that they're saying something like, I just want to find a nice guy who will be a partner with me in life. Or I just want to find a great girl who will, you know, be my ride or die, who will be loyal. And, you know, we can be best friends and lovers. Like, you know, what people are saying when they actually say these things is they're saying, I want to increase my survivability through mating and pair bonding. And I also want to proliferate my genetic legacy in the context that will give me the greatest odds for success. That's what they're saying. Okay. And it's actually really simple in our world today. The vast majority of people are not headed at a trajectory that favors survival and they know it, they feel it and they sense it. There's an inherent existential doom that wells up in them because they actually can't look forward into the future and say with any certainty that their future is going to be any better than what their life is like right now. Now, these are the people, this is the 50% of people who, who don't invest in their future every day. These are the people who coast along, right? This is So most people fit into this category. These are people who are dealing with a certain amount of existential doom because they truly do not see like realistically a future where they're thriving. They're bent on survival and then trying to escape from the doom in their minds. Okay. Uh, that's what escapism is for. It helps us escape from the real life. This is why like, to be really honest, most alpha-minded people don't really need as much escapism. Their life isn't characterized by doom. Their life is characterized by optimism because they've made a plan for the future and they know that if they follow their goals, they're going to have a bright future, right? But like a lot of people don't have that. So with so many people 
hell bent on that. They're trying to fill the void with relationships. They're trying to find a relationship that'll make them happy. But this is a failed errand. And at the best, it'll serve as a very possibly costly, like quick fix or band aid or a treating a symptom, but it's not going to treat the cause. The simple truth of the matter is that another person, a partner, won't fill a void in your life. You have to fill that void yourself. That void is created by a lack of meaning, a lack of purpose. It's created by a lack of hope, right? We have to fix these things ourselves. And this is the trend right now. This is how the marketplace is evolving. More and more people are actually looking to have their lives saved or fixed from the unhappiness through their partner. A lot of people are in this mode right now, and they'll even tell you that's not the truth. You'll hear, you'll hear people say things like, oh no, I've learned to be okay by myself. Oh yeah, I'm fine. I just want to date because it's fun or whatever. Um, but listen, those words are generally uttered as a defense mechanism. Watch people's behavior. Watch how they behave. Watch, just watch how they their behavior manifests itself once someone starts paying attention to them. And you'll see that a lot of people are operating from what I call a validational deficit. They're looking to be validated by their dating partners and they want attention, they want love. And it's not like we all want that. We all want to be loved and desired and cared for. These are that's this doesn't make you a bad person. This doesn't make you a beta. What makes you beta is when you are reliant upon it for your emotional well-being, right? Um, if we're going to be strong people capable of standing up on our own two feet, we, we need to have our lives set up in such a way that we are happy with them and we feel content and fulfilled in them. Not content in the sense that we don't want more, but content in the sense that we don't wake up every day feeling dread and hating the day that's before us. We wake up thinking, wow, I'm very grateful. My life is so good. Today, I have a chance to make it even better and I'm probably going to do it because I'm going to meet my goals and I'm looking forward to a bright future and this makes me happy. But I also want to date people and I want to integrate into the tribe and I want to start a family, a tribe of my own, and I want to pair bond and experience all the amazing benefits that come with that. It's just another amazing part of life that I want to experience, right? This is the attitude we should have, one of optimism rather than coming from it from a place of pessimism, need, scarcity, etc. Okay, so the marketplace is evolving because a lot of people are not dating intentionally. They're kind of dating reactively, emotionally, searching for that meaning, searching for that validation in another partner, okay? And so it's kind of a mess out there. It's kind of a mess, okay? Um, and, I'm, and this is the thing, the alpha mentality, I don't think that the alpha mentality is a rare thing in a cycle where, like if we refer back to that quote, you know, hard men or hard times create strong men, Strong men create good times. If we're in a cycle of strong men, the, the vast majority of people might be operating with an alpha mentality. I, I can't say for sure. I don't know. But it's possible that that's true. I don't think I've ever lived in a time like that, though. So I can't really say by direct observation. I do believe we live in a time of weak men and weak women. We, we live in a time of weakness. And it's been facilitated by good times. It's bread entitlement and bullshit is what it's done. So 
<clears throat> what we have is a bunch of people who just think that everything should be handed to them and life should be easy and they're still not happy and they don't know why. And this is complete and utter chaos, by the way. And this is not something you want in your life in any capacity. So if you live with the alpha mentality, and I, I say this all the time, this is not new, but I'm going to really double down on it. And I will live and die on this hill because I know it's true. If you live with the alpha mentality, if you choose to take control of your life every day and create solutions for your problems, you live with a, an op, that optimism and that hope that comes from knowing that your future is at least relatively secure because you're doing the work every day to bargain with the future, then you are setting yourself up to be so incredibly attractive. And then on top of that, if you're minding your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose in life, right? If you're leveling up mind, body, spirit, right? If you are not only have the alpha mentality, but if you like work on your mental health, if you work on your spiritual health, you work on your physical health, you're learning new things, becoming a better, a better person every day, truly, like honestly, like taking an evaluation of yourself and then working to fix the parts of you that aren't so good. And then you're working on it to be a better person, a better leader, better able to integrate with the community. What I am observing now is that even though a lot of these traits in terms of like attraction, um, a lot of these traits are more characteristically attractive for men to inhabit, but even women who embrace these traits, there, there are so many men who are so weak. They're so mentally weak that when they come up to women who live with this mentality, they see it as attractive because they're actually falling into feminine frame and then coming to these women who are living in a more masculine frame, like these, these successful independent women, right? And these women, you know, who embrace the alpha mentality, even though the roles are kind of flip-flopped and so women and the women in this situation are generally not very pleased with it they want the men to walk in masculine frame so they can be in feminine frame but the, you know then but but so many men are so attracted to them because it's like wow i see a light of hope in this person for some reason when i'm with this person I don't feel a complete sense of doom and the reason why is because they're living with the alpha mentality right here's the thing the beta mentality automatically is going to search out people who have the alpha mentality because it feels safer and it is safer because it's all based on survival and the beta mentality of of all things is characterized by chaos these are people who are not sure if their lives are going to turn out good. If you're living with the beta mentality and you really rationally uh, do all of the mental work to like trace your behaviors and how they're going to land in the future and where you're going to end up, you, you, can't, you can't really, in our current situation, there isn't much to hope for if you're not building something. And to build something, you have to be proactive. And this is what I'm saying. Like there was a time in generations before ours when if you just went to work, made good money, bought a house, had kids, you would retire and that's a happy ending. We don't have that anymore. Our generation doesn't have that. I, I don't think I'm blowing the alarm whistle. I think everyone knows this. I'm a millennial. I'm 35 years old. I know that this is true. I make... 
I make more money than most people around me right now. And I'm getting ready to make even more. I have a goal set by the end of the year to hit six figures. I don't make six figures, um, but I have a goal to hit it by the end of the year. Also, I live in an area that's super cheap to live in. I live in, you know, South Central Missouri, Springfield, Missouri. It's really cheap to live here. Like my bills are incredibly cheap. So it's more affordable for me to live than it is for most people. Okay. People who live in like, you know, places like New York and California, they probably play, pay anywhere from twice to four times the amount in bills that I pay. So, you know, that makes a difference too. But here's the thing. Even though I make a lot, if all I did was coast and I wasn't investing and in trying to build a bigger, better future for myself, you know, I would never really get on top of anything. I might pay off my debt and own my home and maybe be able to build up a retirement account. And that even that is something. If you can plan enough to build a retirement account, that is at least something. However, I don't see it as being enough. I do not see it as being enough. If I do the math, I don't think I don't think that I would retire with a good enough nest egg unless I build assets for myself. And this is like when I learned about, when I learned about this and the importance of building assets, like that's when I, I got, I, you know, I didn't have a choice. I looked at my future and I was like, oh shit. Like the math doesn't add up. I see now that working for kind of like a normal wage, there's no future in that. If you want anything for yourself, you know? So what do I do? I got to change the plan, take action, get in the driver's seat of my life. I'm going to choose to build assets for myself, right? And in building assets, which are things that earn you money while you sleep, you, you build different cash flow options. You have different income streams, and then that adds up to a lot more income. And you can leverage that into more assets and that you can build yourself a, a, a bright financial future, right? But see, here's the thing. This mindset is so attractive. Like people are drawn to it and a lot of people don't understand it. A lot of people, it's like a mystery to people. Um, I feel really bad for most people because like they just don't have any plan. And I think that this plays into how the dating marketplace is evolving. I think that people are reaching out for some kind of hope, any kind of hope they can find in the darkness, right? We, we live in a very pessimistic time. Even though things are better than they've ever been, there is this, there's this edge of, like, we live at the edge of a dystopian nightmare, and we could all fall off that edge at any moment. We, there is most definitely a dystopian side to our society where if enough things happen and the scales get tipped too far, you can really, your life can really go to shit. And you can, you can really become like, you can really become a prey animal. And that is not a good life. You can, you can fall to the bottom of the hierarchy. And even in our first world, that is a very miserable life. So there's a lot of people who are very afraid of that and understandably so. And this shapes mating behavior because, because what it turns out, what ends up happening is that true alphas are going to be seen as so attractive on the marketplace. And they are. I see direct evidence for this. 
people who actually embrace the alpha mentality have absolutely zero problems with dating. This is why we have to, like, this is why when I coach people for dating, we don't just say, well, you have to do your online profile like this and you, you maybe you should wear different clothes and, oh, we have to make you um, look more presentable. We have to rewrite your bio. These are steps that you take long after you fix the fundamental problems in your life, which is it starts with the alpha mentality. If you come to me and you say, my dating life really sucks, the very first thing we're going to do is we're going to assess your mindset. And if you're living with a beta mindset, that's going to stop because that's the beginning of your problems, not your dating profile. It starts with your mindset, whether you're an alpha or you're acting like a beta. And then if you, can, if you make the commitment to live like an alpha, to have an alpha mentality and to let that philosophy guide your life, then what's going to happen is we're going to move on to the other things. Mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose. These things have to get lined out before you ever look at things like your dating profile. Or I mean, you can you can make those things better in the short term, but do you see what I'm saying? It starts at the bottom up, and this is why it's so powerful. Because by the time you fix your mentality, and by the time you fix the mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose, level up mind, body, spirit, you've probably already fixed the majority of your dating problems. And at that point, dating is going to become a much simpler affair. It's going to become more like something that's enjoyable, and then you can learn some dating skills to make it even better and more enjoyable. Um, and it's just going to be a better experience, right? I cannot tell you, I cannot even tell you that how the dating experience changes when you become strong in the alpha mentality and you're actually living it and you're actually leveling up in all of these areas that matter. And when you start to master your frame, whether it be masculine frame or feminine frame, it's a bigger challenge for women actually because women want men who walk in masculine frame, but I'm going to be real with you. The vast majority of men you're going to run into on dating apps are living in beta mentality and they have no concept of masculine frame. So women have a more frustrating experience on the dating marketplace. Whereas men, uh, men tend to have a little bit better experience in the sense that they can, I'm going to be real with you. They can bang dozens and dozens of beautiful women who are drawn to their masculine frame. And, they, and then because a lot of men, when they're mating in the wild, they're just kind of more interested in short-term mating opportunities um, rather than relationships. You know, they're perfectly happy to, to bang a bunch of hot women and then just kind of like, you know, move on and go for the next conquest. And it doesn't really matter if those women are in beta mentality or not, because, you know, if they're not planning to have a relationship with them. If it's just for sex and fun, then it doesn't matter. So men in general tend to have a less frustrating experience in the dating marketplace than um, women do. I've, I've noticed that a lot more women, when they come to me for coaching, are wanting a relationship rather than hookups because it's easy for them to get hookups. They could easily get men to sleep with them. That's not a problem. The problem is getting men to commit to them. So that's when women seek out my advice, whereas men are more likely to seek me out if they just can't get women to pay attention to them, right? Getting women to sleep with you is kind of the hardest part of the process as a man. Uh, it shouldn't, if you can, if you're really good at that, it shouldn't be difficult to get women to want to commit to you. That's kind of another, you know, if, if you're having that, some men do have that problem, but it shouldn't be a problem, but whatever, whatever the problem is, I help people fix it. But, but see, that's the thing though. 
people who live in alpha mentality and people who master their frame are so incredibly attractive and they're commanding, they're going to command more and more of the market value. They're going to be seen as more valuable. Other people are going to be attracted to them so highly because they represent more than just, oh, look at that good looking guy. Oh, he would treat me right. Oh, it's so romantic. Or look at that beautiful woman. Oh, she's such a she's such a classy woman. I could definitely see myself being with her. Like it's not just about that. It's more about like at the edge of the dystopian nightmare within which we live, where we we live in a world where right on one side of the line we can live in huge houses with beautiful cars and we have great wi-fi and we have all the luxuries that money can buy but then you step a little too far to the left and you fall into the dystopian terror that is the first world when you when you fall out of the circles of being able to pay your own way right and you kind of fall into the lower dredges of society uh where people are dealing with like chronic substance abuse and you know, all these different problems like in, in a, in a world that's characterized by, by that threat, encountering someone on the dating marketplace, who's living with true alpha mentality, who has purpose, who sees a clear path to a bright future and who is living the walking of that path. That person is going to be seen with such admiration and hope. Like they rep that person is going to represent hope more than anything else to, to the people who are, you know, in their dating network, in their dating circles. And that is so powerful. Hope is such a powerful thing for humans. It, it could be said that hope is the most important thing for us. We need hope as humans to want to keep living, to want to keep trying. We have to have hope, right? And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, nothing will inspire hope. Like finding someone who is truly living the alpha mentality, who's truly making a plan for the future and acting it out, who has bright hope for success and when other people encounter that it is so and then they get to experience love and attachment and romance with this person it is so intoxicating like it is so powerful and strong it's like the most addictive drug because not only are they sexy and strong and powerful and they're working to better themselves every day but connecting with them gives you the possibility of hope for the future especially if you're confused and chaotic and if you're not quite sure how to create it for yourself. So this is the thing. Living with alpha mentality is a dating marketplace superpower. Very, very few people actually live it truly. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. I believe it is so fundamentally important. It's like, why would you skip it? Well, for one, a lot of people don't even realize they're skipping it. They don't think about the difference. They just live like everyone else around them lives, which is generally the beta mentality and escapism and coasting along. A lot of people don't think any deeper about it than that. Um, and then the people who are given the choice, the people who do realize that they could work hard to better themselves. They're often so cynical that they don't think the hard work will amount to anything. Or sometimes they're just lazy and they, they then they give you the excuse, well, it's not going to matter anyway. And then they just don't do the work. 
But if you actually do the work and you live the philosophy in a pure sense, no faking, no bullshit, but if you live it purely, it's incredibly powerful. It's super powerful. And I believe that the dating marketplace is evolving to a place where if you do live in alpha mentality and truly have your life together and you're taking the steps to achieve your goals, you have your long-term goals written out and you're writing your goals down every day and you're working hard to accomplish those goals and you're working toward the realization of your dream, you know, and you have a, you have a roadmap for success plotted out and you're also leveling up along the way. It's game over, man. You are going to have a great experience on the dating marketplace. and You're going to have your pick of many amazing people to date. And then at that point, you have to learn how to vet so you can choose a good partner who's going to actually complement your life. And that's another skill set that I help teach people, right? So join my mastermind tribe. Get in on this. Let's, let's level this up. But uh, anyway, that's where it's going. That's where it's evolving. People with the alpha mentality who truly embrace it, they're going to just they're going to have such a good experience. Why? Because remember the foundational thing. The instincts are based on survival, right? And the alpha mentality, literally, what is it? It's the ability to make a plan to give yourself your best shot at survival because you're intentionally creating your own destiny rather than just reacting to the chaos, Reacting to the chaos is when it rains, you try to find a cave to sleep in because you're cold and wet. That's called reacting to the chaos. But when you're an alpha, what do you do? You build yourself a castle to shelter you from the rain. That's the difference. Okay, That's really the difference. But it takes a lot of work. It's way easier to sleep in a cave in the short term than to set yourself to the task of on those sunny days building a castle. However, it's going to be an investment in your future that's going to pay dividends over and over and over again. It's going to give you a more secure footing for your life. And it's going to be something you can pass down to your children, which is leaving behind a legacy. And that legacy will outlive you. And that's an amazing, beautiful thing. And all of it has its place. And that's where I'm going to leave it for now because I could talk about this for another four hours, but I'm just going to leave it at that. Um, Hopefully you found this interesting and informative. Um, drop me a line or join my tribe. Seriously, join my tribe. I want to get more people in there leveling up in the alpha mentality. The people who are in there now are really killing it. They're crushing it, leveling up. I'm crushing it. I'm leveling up. Let's all do this. Let's actually do it. Let's become true alphas. No more bullshit. No more petty nonsense. Let's actually put in the work and, and hold each other accountable and become the high value men and women that we're capable of becoming. All right, that's it for this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafa signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafas.com. Catch you on the flip side.